Welcome to the Overnight Trainer Podcast, where each week we talk about all things related to the world of learning and development, including facilitation, instructional design, sales enablement, and so much more. I'm your host, Sarah Canistra, and I'm an L&D strategist and career coach, and I'm here to take the guesswork out of becoming an L&D professional and show you how to unlock continued success in your learning and development career. I'm on a mission to quickly develop the next generation of L&D leaders who are looking to create meaningful and engaging learning experiences. So, if you're looking to transition into L&D for the first time, have found yourself accidentally in a training position, or are working up the ranks as an L&D professional already, you've come to the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Overnight Trainer Podcast. I am so pumped that you're spending some time with me today. Loved how many of you joined in on the birthday bundle uh, that I had going on this past week. It was so cool to see so many of you hop in, get the bundle, get the individual courses. It was awesome to wake up on my birthday and to see um, all of you, all of you jumping in and working on your own career. That's a, the biggest gift that we can give ourselves is investing in ourselves. And so I'm just so grateful for all of you that joined in on the birthday bundle, got those individual courses, um, and are getting started investing in yourself and your careers. And I just have to congratulate. I have so many so many fast trackers right now, so many clients in my fast track program uh, who are absolutely killing it. You know, the beginning of the year, uh, it's been interesting to see how many new roles have popped up, how many new opportunities um, amidst layoffs, which we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Uh, but I have so many clients who are going on first interviews, second interviews, final interviews. Uh, I've Right now, even just this past week, I've had so many of my fast trackers get hit up in their DMs for uh, roles and for interviews. Um, someone today just got hit up for two different roles. Uh, someone last week for a really great contract opportunity. So it's been really awesome to see the momentum that has happened. Uh, so if you want to join us inside of Fast Track, we'd love, love, love to have you. Uh, all the information is on the overnighttrainer.com slash programs. I'll also link to it in the show notes too. But it's just been amazing. I'm so proud of all of the work that's happening in there. Um, strategy, mindset, everyone, it's just a complete love fest in there as well. Uh, I never imagined when I created these types of programs, the the friendships, not only the friends that I would make in there, but the lifelong friends that my clients would be to each other. Uh, so I'm so grateful for that opportunity too. But uh, today's going to be a short episode. I want to keep it short and sweet. I don't want to be talking about layoffs for you know over an hour with you all, and I'm sure y'all don't want to hear it <laughs> uh, for that long. But I felt that this is important to talk about, considering that it's what a lot of people are talking about right now. And I think it's important. I, I've, I've had this perspective for a while. I've shared it with my clients, but um, especially now, given, again, the, the, the all of the talk around layoffs, and we're seeing these big tech giants uh, lay people off. I know that it can feel a little scary out there, especially for those of you who are looking to transition into L&D for the first time. I know that seeing all of that can be like jarring, right? It can be like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like all these layoffs, it can feel really scary to make that jump um, or to put yourself in the position to you know, find a new role when maybe what you have feels really secure right now. 
And then also for those of you who, you know, maybe feel really secure in your role, um, but have been looking for something new and a new challenge, this may also be uh, a time for you to pause and say, oh man, like look what's happening out there. I better just stay where I am. And so I hope what I can can walk you through today or the perspective that I can give you um, that it will help you form a more holistic picture uh, and to make a decision for yourself out of abundance versus fear. Now, I want to start off by saying that layoffs suck, right? So I'm not here to like glamorize layoffs or be like, don't worry about layoffs. Like layoffs suck. Um, and I know firsthand. So my fiance was just part of the layoff at Amazon last week. So this is coming from someone who is currently experiencing this in my household almost firsthand. Uh, and also as someone who has dozens of current clients in the job market right now. So not only is this affecting my household on a personal level, but I'm also you know, seeing the job market out there and what my clients are going through in a, in a positive way too, right? So I have this kind of dichotomy that I'm, I'm experiencing on both ends. Now, right now there's a lot of uncertainty and uncertainty economically, uncertainty um, from a you know, job market perspective, Right. And uncertainty, it really often breeds a lot of anxiety. I think I talked about this in a post last week around how our own uncertainties and the things that we can and can't control, um, how those can bring us a lot of anxiety out of uncertainty. And so it's almost like we're in a, a worldwide state of anxiety, right? Because we're in a worldwide state, state of uncertainty. But the reality is this. Things are not as bad as they were predicted to be. Now, I'm not saying that they're great. Right? I want to be realistic with you all, but they're not as bad as they were predicted to be. So that's the first thing I really want you to think about. Uh, and a lot of these layoffs are happening because during the pandemic, when ways of working changed, when technology changed, a lot of these companies needed to pivot, right? Add new products, create new revenue streams. And that included adding a lot of headcount. And as the pandemic has cooled down, I guess we can say, right, and things have returned to quote unquote normal-esque, there has been a leveling now as to what is actually essential to the business. And this looming recession, right, whatever we're in right now, this kind of like lull period where we're all figuring out what's going on, um, that gave a lot of organizations probably the little like slap in the face they needed to be like, wait a minute, we're growing too fast or we're ideating too much or, you know, we're expanding, we're expanding too fast or adding on this branch too fast. And it, it really gave them that, that pause to say, wait, is this essential to our business? And, you know, as times change, right, we're in a pandemic, things had to change then, uh, you know, we're kind of getting out of it, things are normalizing, maybe entering a recession, things will have to change now. What's happening is that a lot of that leveling is going on. So I really, really think it's important, first and foremost, to zoom out, right? Because we hear about layoffs all the time, all the time. The reality is, is that most of these layoffs are affecting the tech sector. And while the tech sector is loud, right, when things happen there, we hear it, tech makes up less than 10% of the total job market, the total labor labor market out there, less than 10%. I think it's like 7.7 or just close to eight. So 
we have to look at the other side of that number, right? Between 90 and 92% of the labor market is actually thriving right now, right? There's tons of industries that are thriving, adding jobs rather than eliminating them. Again, though, we hear it, right? And we hear those big numbers. So when we hear that Amazon lays off, you know, 13,000 people or 18,000 people, that's a big number, right? It can sound really scary, but it's then remembering that's that's like 1% of their organization, maybe one and a half or 2%, right? That it's not, they're not laying off half of their entire company. So again, we hear those big numbers, 10,000, 18,000, and that sounds really, really scary. But the reality is from a percentage standpoint, it's so low. And then from a percent of even the whole labor market, right, the whole job market out there, it's incredibly, incredibly low. It's almost negligible. It's not negligible because it's happening to people and it's a real life experience. But a lot of times people too, people freak out because like, oh, well, now I have to compete against 18,000 people. It's like the reality is that's that's not true either, right? That how many of those same people are actually going to be actively looking for what the right role at the right company looks like for you, right? We're, we're not talking, it's again, that's negligible. So really, really start to zoom out at those numbers. When we hear 18,000, 10,000, we hear all these tech companies are doing layoffs. It's really important to, you know, take a 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 foot view and say, what that's only one part of the story and it's a real part of the story but it's not all the story right there's still 90 percent of industries out there uh in the labor market that are thriving there are still 99 percent of people who work at that organization are still working there right so i want you when you're kind of feeling the the pull into the layoff world and that 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 yelling, right? That screaming about all these layoffs. It's really important that the amount of time you're spending worrying about it, that you spend the equal amount of time looking at it from the other side. And again, it doesn't necessarily change that, that things are happening, but I want you to think about it from the mindset because it's really, really easy to get sucked in to the noise and get sucked into layoffs this and layoffs that and layoffs this and layoffs that. So really ask yourself, okay, is this really indicative of the entire labor market and the entire job market out there? Or is this just indicative of this one particular company? And from a percentage perspective, is this company laying off you know, half of their workforce, or are they really only laying off 1% of their workforce? And again, it's still really sucky for those who get laid off. Again, I'm going through this in my own house right now. Uh, I told my fiance, he's lucky he has a career coach that he's marrying, but um, it's hard, right? It's really, really hard to go through it. So I sympathize and I empathize so much for, the, for those of you who have gone through it or are going through it right now. And it's just also important to look at the other side and see that, not every company is, is going through a layoff. Not every company is shutting down. Not every company is just stopping hiring. That there's so much more to the story, but because a lot of it's happening in the tech world, the tech world's the loudest, right? It's the sexiest. It's what we hear about the most, but there's a lot of other types of companies out there and other tech companies out there too, right? That aren't laying people off, that are thriving right now. So just remember to keep that in mind. So here's what I think layoffs mean for L&D. We are certainly going to be impacted, right? No, no role is safer than than another. I've I've had a few former clients, a handful of people in my community who have recently experienced being laid off. So it exists, right? It is, it does exist. Uh, but 
what I am seeing, right, because I feel for those people, and again, I experience it in my own house, so I understand where, what's going on here. What I am seeing, though, objectively looking from the outside in, is that there are a lot more people landing L&D roles right now than being laid off by them. Now, right before I record, started recording this, and I'm recording this on the day before this is coming out, so I'm recording this on the 23rd, there are 1,326,757 open learning and development roles right now, or learning and development tangential roles right now. That's a lot of freaking roles, y'all, right? So what's re- what's important to remember is that with all of those roles and what I'm seeing, and the, I, there's actually more roles open now than I have seen over the probably at least two to 300,000 more than I've seen in the last couple months. What I'm seeing is what I've predicted last year, which is that L&D is going to be needed more than ever right now. I'm seeing a lot of organizations uh, reskilling their employees, allowing their employees to take other opportunities inside the organization, um, giving employees first dibs on other roles, whether they're, you know, they quote unquote have the full skill set for it or not. Um, so interesting. I was actually just reading, even before I, I had already decided I was going to record this episode. I saw some of my posts about this on LinkedIn that um, a company called Zapier, they're a tech company, (laughs) that they're actually allowing their employees, rather than laying people off, to seek temporary employment elsewhere in the organization that's needed and training them to do so. And I looked up their press release regarding this because I really wanted to hear what they were talking about. And I'm going to link to the... um, I'm going to link to the article so that way you guys have it too and you can you can read it yourself. But there was a part in it that was really important that I wanted to read that or read out loud to you all because it really reflected what my thought process has been and I was really happy to hear that. Um, so they said, rather than laying people off, we decided to lean into our values. We defaulted to transparency by bringing our team into our hiring plans early We defaulted to action and leveraged some amazing learning and development initiatives at Zapier to help our team members broaden their skills. We built the robot, finding ways to do more with our current resources. In this case, we built what we call our second a second ment program, a temporary reassignment program where Zapier teammates move to a role or work on a project outside the job they were hired to do. And so I wanted to read that out loud. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna zinc that to you. I'm gonna link that uh, in the show notes so you can read it too. But I thought it was so telling as to in the fact that in this press release in this message, they called out leveraging learning and development initiatives to avoid layoffs. Right? And that all these people now are gonna be inside the organization are gonna have to be reskilled or you know learn how to do something new, and who's going to be the people who are going to help them do it? Us, right? Us. So whether organizations have official programs like this or not, which is amazing that Zapier does, um, more and more people are going to be needed to support the shift that's happening. More and more people are going to be needed. And that's us. And that's why I'm seeing so many open roles right now, more than I have in a long time, because 
as the organization shifts, right, we need to take care of the people who are staying, who are needing to be skilled or reskilled or upskilled or, you know, de-skilled, whatever it looks like. Right? They need that support there. And we are the ones to support that shift. Layoffs are real. They're scary and they're sad. But when they're amplified, it makes it look so much worse than it actually is. The beautiful thing that's happening right now is that being laid off isn't taboo anymore. And so I I talk about this a lot with my clients when, especially when waves of layoffs come, is we see it more than we ever have because now people aren't afraid to say it, which is great, right? I mean, for so long, it was so taboo. If you were laid off, you didn't tell anyone about it. You just went on your merry way. You didn't talk about it. You didn't share it. You definitely didn't post about it. And now people are are embracing the fact that they're laid off and they're sharing it with their network. But with that, that means there's more people talking about it, which means that you'll see it more. So just keep that in mind is that what you're seeing right now, I don't want to say it isn't any different than layoffs in the past, but it kind of isn't, right? If you go back and look at the news from 2008 or 2010, whenever it may be, right, when we've had economic downturns, Companies lay people off, but now the age that we're in is it's just no longer taboo, which is really, really great, but it just means that we see it more. So again, I want you to start to think about it is it's not that it's necessarily happening more than it ever has in the past. We're just hearing about it more. So there's no silver bullet. <laughs> again, I want to be clear on that. And like I said, layoffs are real. They're scary. They are sad. They are frustrating to go through. There's no silver bullet. But what I will say is I personally think that now is one of the best times to be career transitioning into L&D or even looking for a new L&D role. The amount of opportunities that are out there right now that are needed, L&D is getting to come in as a needed resource versus an afterthought, right? Saying, hey, so we can avoid layoffs. Let's actually bring people in to help us reskill and and help our organization thrive better or to avoid more layoffs, right? How can we now educate the people who are here so we can use their skills in different ways? So I don't think there's a better time than right now to really be considering a career transition into L&D or even if you've thought about leaving your current role. Uh, If you're already in L&D for something more or something bigger, um, now's the time to have such a huge impact. And if you have been laid off, just know that you are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. And that one of those 1.3 million plus roles is yours, right? It's yours and it's waiting for you with open arms and keeping that faith and just remembering that this is a transition period, whether you're been laid off, whether you're just looking for a new role, right? That it's how we operate through this transition, getting really clear on what it is that you want to do, right? And not making the layoff mean something about you as a worker, you as a person, you as a human, right? All of those things. It's you are still so deserving of what it is you want to do and where you want to do it. So I hope this gave you a little bit, maybe of a different perspective than what's been out there right now. Um, I always hope to come in here and be able to provide you all with a, a different a different way of looking at things. But for me, I know right now, 
it feels very amplified. It feels very heavy. And I hope that I was able to provide you a perspective that allows you to see it from a different angle. Rather than I, people used to say, I always heard, I heard someone say this a while ago of like, it's not looking at it from a different side of the coin, but the different facet of a diamond. And I think layoffs are like that, right? That there's just different, different sides of it. It's not just two sides to every story or two, you know, two sides of the coin that there's just like different angles to look at it. And so if you feel really sucked into one particular viewpoint, I really encourage you to say, Hey, where am I getting that information from? <laughs> like, what, what, what am I hearing that's a, that's making me think that? And is there other information that I can start to educate myself on to get really get an idea of the full picture? And I hope that I was able to give you a little bit of an, the other side of the diamond. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If it resonated with you in any way, please let me know by subscribing, liking, and leaving a review. I'd love to hear from you on how you're using these tools as well as what you want to hear more of. So connect with me on LinkedIn at Sarah Canistra, send me a DM or email me at hello at theovernighttrainer.com. I can't wait to hear from you. And until next week, stay learning.